This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only, on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, that's the uh, first half of the show finished. We've got the second half of the show uh, coming up. Just whilst we're on half time, just uh, an, an opportunity for me to uh, tell you again about uh, the fantastic Nord VPN exclusive deal that we've got. It's still got their Black Friday deal on at the moment. It's an absolute cracker. Um, it basically you covers all your devices for everyone in the home, one subscription, and you get everything covered. For everyone, phones, iPads, computers, TV, if you've got your fire stick, it's really, really useful. If you're going abroad on getting some winter sun like I did, you can switch to the UK and watch your Netflix and all of that. Uh, and there's a massive discount if you uh, click the link below. You can also uh, scan it on the uh, the QR code that you see come up on the screen as well. And they're also supporting Movember as well, uh, helping any subscription that you do buy at the moment, even though you're getting the savings, the discount goes to helping uh, that cause as well. And just before we get on to the second half, my friends from FOCO, you've got your Christmas crackers and your Christmas baubles that are here. Um, these are, I think they've still got the Black Friday offers on at the moment on those. So imagine these at your Christmas table. You know, we're on your Christmas tree. Uh, the link's in the description below. There's loads of Wolves products. And if you use Always Wolves 15, you're going to get a discount. And make sure you stay tuned because we've done a VAR T-shirt. and We're launching that one tonight. So we're going to get on to the uh, second half of the show. And I'm very, very pleased uh, to be joined by cheerful Chris himself, who's uh, a board member of the Wolves 1877 Trustees managed to move his diary around for us tonight to be available. How are you doing, Chris? Yeah, I'm, I'm good despite football, Dave, I think is the way to sum it up. Fantastic. Well, glad. Thank you for joining us again uh, tonight. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in person on Thursday at Jason's uh, Do. We have also got, coming back to the show, charismatic Craig in his mansion. He's been playing on his piano in the background again. Um, I've done a song for you, Dave. I've done a song about VAR. You've done a song about oh, VAR? Yes, can yes, we, can yes, we hear I it? Have. 
uh, in a minute. But soon, soon as uh, old, old uh, friends on Sutty, Sutty's on here. Yeah, I, I want to see him smile. You see. Yeah, Merv's also said, smash a like, guys. Um, we've got, you know, we've had nearly 200 of you on live, so please, everyone, smash a like. Let YouTube know that you're enjoying it uh, and you like the content. We've got two debutants tonight. Ooh, we've got AJ that's making his full debut. And look, he's got guitars in the background, mate. Uh, <laughs> I can't play them very well, Dave. <laughs> yeah, why have you got the guitars? That looks really cool. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Well, um, I won't tell you. It was my wife's idea to make this look pretty, but it's just my music room, really. I like it, mate. So, Are you very musical? Yeah. Uh, I songwrite. Yeah, I'm not the best musician in the world, but I just like writing songs. So that's what I do. Yeah, mate, yeah. Really I haven't cool. written one for about five. You'll love yeah. my song, AJ. You'll well, love it. We've got a new song tonight, so you can be a you can be a song, that. AJ. Yeah, we, we could we could do an Always Wolves band here because I play guitar as well. So oh, I could yeah. play the drums. Yeah, we could maybe get some at Penn yeah. and do an anti VAR song that they can play at. Yeah, well, AJ. Montavani meets Chubby Brown. Oh, yeah, we, we've got something <laughs> going here. Where we've got later on. We've also got Richard making his debut. Hi, Richard. How are you, Dave? How are you doing, bud? Absolutely great. Thank you. I mean, it, for you to be moved to come on, because um, I know that you engage quite a lot um, in the chats, you know, and also, you know, on the lives and stuff, but for you to be moved to want to come on and talk, you know, it must be a subject that you're quite passionate about. Anger comes to mind more than passion. Anger. You kind of come across in the same vein as Sooty. In that yeah, sort you're, of you're, you're, you're in the right band then, here. You're in the right band. What We, we need to come up with a, a band name. If, if you got, Guys, if you've got an idea for a band name for our band... <laughs> Then uh, we want to hear it because we, you know, we we, we could we could be having something could be going here. Uh, last but not least, we have, of course, Sooty. Oh, yeah, Soot boy, how you going, mate? Looking at you, Sooty. Good evening, and, people. What, what are you uh, sporting this evening, sir? Oh, it's just an old one, Dave. What's the brand? Sergio. Yeah, he loves his uh, he loves things, uh, mate. First of all, Sutty, it was uh, absolutely fantastic uh, seeing you in the stadium before the game. Uh, if you watch the match vlog, you will see Sutty uh, with his three-one score prediction, which also matched my score prediction. And I was feeling quite positive before the game, Sutty. But uh, after the game, you, you obviously I couldn't find you, and you probably said it was a good thing because uh, you were very very angry and on the way back the dashboard of your vehicle was taking a battering. I'm fed up of them, Dave, to be honest. I'm just sick to, sick and tired of inept, useless, incompetent, shambolic, you name it, Dave. They are it. Now, as you know, this, look, you can say all you want about VAR, mate. It ain't going to go away. Now, I'm not going to get rid of VAR. It's going to stay. I was at Qatar World Cup this time last year. It was incredibly run. No decision took any longer than 20 seconds. 
There is not a problem with VAR here. The problem is we seem to have got the worst calibre of referee and official in world football. And there lies your problem. It's like it's like having a learner driver in uh, the Red Bull Formula One car trying to drive it around a track in reverse. They are, excuse my <laughs> language here, Dave, fucking useless. <laughs> Onto my song. <laughs> well, we seem to have lost Richard because Richard was here. Um <laughs> We seem, to, <laughs> we seem to have lost Richard because he's, I don't know whether he's dropped off and he'll be back, hopefully back in a minute. But yeah, uh, well, whilst, um, whilst we're on this, uh, with this band group, so we're, uh, you know, we're still waiting. Uh, VAR, someone's put the VAR humbugs. Um, the angry yeah. bar stewards, Dave. <laughs> angry bar stewards. Angry bar stewards. Yeah, um, we're, we're still waiting for a, for a, for a few more names. Tuba, Craig, Charismatic. Here I go. You've been uh, writing a, a ditty on your piano. Of, are you going to sing it to us? Yeah, I am. Of, this is of, a world first, guys. A world of, first. Of, 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 of Nick's party from a, a very old song, which if you if you know the song, but it, but it fits perfectly. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, and I've tried from afar. I've cried, 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 but I ate VAR. I've pressed, I've pushed, I've yelled, I've begged in hopes of some success. But the inevitable fact is that it never will impress. I've no more facts to give. My facts have runneth dry. I've tried to go fact shopping, but there's no facts left to buy. I've no more facts to give. Though more facts I've tried to get. I'm over my fact budget, and now I'm in fecking debt. There's nothing wrong with VAR. It's a smashing piece of kit. The problem is, as all fans know, the refs are thick of shit. I've no more facts to give. My facts have runneth dry. I've tried to go facts shopping, but there's no facts left to buy. I've no more facts to give. The more facts I've tried to get. I'm over my feck budgets now, and I'm in fecking debt. Uh, uh, well, we're clapping, but AJ is, I don't know whether he's AJ is like, he's, he's a, a songwriter. He's a songwriter, though, isn't he? So, <laughs> AJ, give us your take on that. Um, I'd like <laughs> a bit more piano in it, actually, to be honest with you. <laughs> Well, Max Hastings as uh, but, but, but I, I I get the I get the uh, you know the message, yeah. We've got Richard back anyway. Thank good goodness for that. We'll do another thing. But Max Hastings reckons that it's going to be the Christmas number one. <laughs> Apologies, guys. My six-year-old decided to turn the Wi-Fi off. Oh, nice. Oh, well, uh, and she has she heard Craig sing before. <laughs> Mate, that was fantastic, mate. Thank you for that. And maybe we'll uh, get another ditty to to leave us uh, thinking. Oh, this is a good name as well. Over, hold on, Pamela Wells, overrated. I quite like that. That could be a good name for the group as well. Get a funky bass line on that and we're sorted. Well, I know, Bloom, I don't know if they're watching, but if Nova Bloom are watching, do you reckon that we guys that we can get together and we can put this song together? Because I reckon. Uh, we could we try for the uh, Christmas number one. Manny's rolling 
uh, over in Delhi Airport whilst he's having his pedicure. So uh, it's entertainment. I'll tell you what, no matter what, this channel gives you entertainment for definite. Right then, uh, AJ, let's, let's kick off with you. Um, yeah. Obviously, you, you watched the game yesterday. Um, you've been moved um, a bit like Richard. Obviously, you're part of our members group, which is fantastic. Um, and I really appreciate the support you guys give us as well. And if you want to be a member, the link's in the thing below. But you've been moved for the first time to make your debut on the channel. What's moved you to do it, mate? Um, for me, uh, I was really angry last night. Really angry. In fact, um, when they gave the penalty, the second penalty, I just unplugged my iPad and came upstairs and just left my wife to it because she, she, she seen me come home angry after Wolves games. But last night, it, I think it's the inevitability of it all. I, I've scribbled loads of notes here, but what I've written here is how can, um, I mean, for me, um, what are people seeing that are starting to question my judgment on what's happening? What, what am I seeing? Am I missing something? Me, that's the problem. Um, that, that was the first thing I wanted to say. Um, but just an example. Uh, when Wang got that penalty for us, they went all the way back to Saar kicking the ball out. And for me, that just tells me everything. That tells you everything you need to know. They are looking. What is the agenda? I mean, Jack mentioned the word vendetta. And I, the first two words I wrote down on my pad here are agenda stroke vendetta. I'm trying to work out why is it always wolves? And I think that's the elephant in the room. We talk about VAR, but I don't think it's VAR at all. I think it's something far deeper than VAR. VAR is the mechanism for them, whoever they are, to get their punishment back to Wolves. Is it, does it go back to Nuno when he criticised Anthony Taylor? Does it go back that far? Because Probably. it's not just this season. It's everything that's happened as well last season. I've only written two or three down here, but Raul at Newcastle, what a joke that was. And the, the Liverpool Cup game and Neto's nail being offside. You know, they're just three. That's well, and down then, just the, then you look at the Forest um, penalty in yes, the cup where he exactly. came off as well. You know? Yeah. You know, then you look at Lamina being the third person to walk up to the ref that they sent him off. Never happened again to anyone else. That's another one. No. And this is last yeah. year. And then it's continued this year. And they say it evens itself out, but it isn't, is it? There's a, look, there is a bias towards that. We know there's a bias towards the, the, the top, the, you know, the big six. We know that, don't we? We know it. Um, we see it week in, week out. I've written down here the yellow cards last night for Lamina and Gomez. What, what a great result for the top six. That's, that's you know, what what's that done to help Arsenal beat us at the weekend? They're taking out Lamina and Gomez. OK, I think Gomez that's probably... Two main, yes. two main I get that. But Lamina, he's been... He was close to my man in the match last night, actually. But, um, you know, that, he is out now. And, and that was a really tenuous yellow card, as far as I'm concerned. Um uh, how can I've got to be careful what I say here because it, it, I'm just going to leave a, a agenda and data because, well, um, mate, just be honest the, and open, 
just uh, with that with what you with what you're saying obviously just how you feeling well, okay i mean i i'm in the, i'm in the north bank and and the guy is, uh, i've been with guys for years around there and there's a guy behind me who's an ex-school teacher and and about two or three into about a second or third home game this season um i said to him look can't you see what's happening can you not see that the 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 home team is the one that's supposed to get the decisions that's why home teams win so much is because they are swayed by by the crowd right. and the atmosphere and the fact that but we never get those it still goes to the opposition team i'm sure a lot of those decisions do um and i said to him look and i did use the word corruption i used the c word and um, I'm not sure it's as strong as corruption, but there's a definite bias against Wolves. And he said, no, nah, that can't be right. And in four, four or five games, he goes home and away, travels from Chesterfield to the Molyneux every, every home game. And he can see it now. I think Just everyone's starting to come round to that. Uh, they are. I mean, look, when you've got Villa fans uh, defending you on Radio WM tonight, and so, and and you've got um, I don't know Fulham fans on BBC website last night saying this is crazy. Why are Wolves getting all these decisions? Mate, I was listening last night on the way back in the game. Sutty, you were probably listening to the radio the same, and there was fans from other clubs that were coming up, and they were angry. They were they said really? they've got no no dog in the fight, and they said like it's Wolves again, again. And like some, I don't know if it was Kundi or someone was talking. It's like four instances, or, in, or someone came on four VAR incidents in one game. Not one, not two, not three, but four. That Fulham should have had two players sent off, which they've admitted to. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you, you've got referees, Dave, that that are on a retainer of thirty-six thousand pound a year. And then I believe they get fifteen hundred pound per game. Linesman gets eight fifty a game, and the retainer. Um, why? Why are we persevering with such poor officials? And I'm last night. I come home from that game. I I put on our group chat page. I don't know how much more I can do with this because it cost me a lot of money, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. That's a 300 quid day for me yesterday, Dave. Loss of earnings, tickets, diesel, food. The next day is a write-off virtually because you you, know, you don't get into one, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. These referees, they can't surely go home and have a good night's sleep after a performance like that. They are so inept. And then you've got Mr. Atwell on VAR. Again. Who I'm, I'm absolutely convinced he's never forgot uh, when he put us down to nine men in, in the championship against Borough and we still won 2-1 on a Friday and night. Just planked. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I don't think he can really almost forgive us for that. Because if you remember back in the championship days, What's nobody liked... Nobody liked us, Dave, because they all thought we were cheating the system by getting these players in. But like most good sides, we found out a little sort of loophole in, in, in the system where we could bring quality players in without actually paying for them. Um, and, and several clubs, uh, so-called big clubs, they uh, Villa, Derby, they all complained about us. The um, chairman of Leeds, and then he did exactly the same thing the following year. 
Yeah, he, he doesn't like us, Dave. Now, <laughs> to me, it's not rocket science. You got Danny Murphy on the radio last night, an ex-Fulham player who cannot. He's just incensed by what's happened to Wolves last night. And what? Why aren't these players? I mean, let's think about this now. Thirty-six thousand. If they ref every weekend. That's another 18 at 1,500. So, that's they're on about 60K a year, roughly, right? Yeah. Why aren't we fast-tracking ex-players through a system that actually know what football's about, Dave, and know the little tricks of the trade and what have you, and who aren't going to be intimidated by little Joe sat behind the VAR screen who's never kicked a ball before. They're going to go and look at a screen and go, no way. That's not a penalty. Now, it, we've got to get ex-players in on this some way or another because this ain't getting, there's nothing wrong with VAR, Dave. There's absolutely nothing wrong. It's not going to go. You can wear all the T-shirts you like. It costs £32,000 per game per home team. They've got all these cameras, everything in. It works all over the world. Yeah. But they've got proper... Officials day. The World Cup, Dave, was incredible for VAR. Oh, yeah, it was. 20 seconds, bosh. Decision. Referees going to the screen. They were said, you know, go and have a look at it. No, I'm sticking with my on-field decision. Because they've got balls, Dave. They don't look after their mates. If you've made... It, the game is so fast over here. They are going to make mistakes in game time. I, told, I can accept that. That's, that's, that's normal. But if they've made a mistake, that's when they should be going to the screen to say, or if they couldn't see it, they should be mic'd up and say, did something happen there? Because I couldn't, I never had a good view of that or whatever. Right. But see? they shouldn't, they shouldn't be going back to the goalkeeper to, to look for things that might have happened. If that referee hasn't seen it on the pitch, they shouldn't be dragging him back for something that's so petty. I mean, and like Jack said earlier, we've got we've got a game now that's not full of decent, honest men, Dave. We've got a game that's basically full of cheats because the rewards are so big and reward and the, the, the losses are so big as well. So if you get relegated, your wages go down. Now, if Kilman had gone down last night, red card. Good on the kid. I don't want him going down, Dave. No, absolutely. Oh, I want I'm him standing sure. there. Yeah. I want him standing there like the big lumpy is and laughing at that lad, saying, yeah, you do that again, I'm going to absolutely snap you in two. I don't want my players playing like that. I don't care if we don't go, if they don't go down to nine men. I'm proud of that lad for last night. I really think am. He's, think he's sooty, and so am I. And I think every Wolves fan can be because he didn't go down like a bag of spuds. The fact is, he doesn't need to be going down like a bag of spuds. VAR should have seen that. It's like, as Gary O'Neill said, oh, like it was a soft head butt. It was an head butt. It's like, and as he said, it's teaching his kid and other kids that it's okay to head someone, headbutt someone, as long as you do it softly. If Richard, I come up to you outside Molyneux, Dave, and I headbutt you, and there's a policeman stood there, it matters yeah, not whether I'm basically blowing at you. If I, I'm getting arrested, right, I get arrested for that. It's not, a, I, I, don't arrest me, I only did it softly. I know. Yeah. 
Come on. And that's yeah, the thing, yeah. you've got to give Kilman credit, but the VAR should have done its job. Richard, we're going to come to you. You've been waiting patiently. Have your say. What do you want to say about everything? Where do I start? The, like Sutty just said, it's not VAR that is the problem. Like you said, all over the world, it works perfectly. But in the Premier League, apparently the best league in the world, we've got the best league in the world, we've got the best teams in the world. We're meant to have, apparently, according to some of the newspapers, some of the best officials in the world as well, but I think I'm going to call bullshit on that one. It, it, it works. It's meant to work, but it fucking doesn't work. Excuse my French. It's after 10 o'clock. It doesn't work, and it's not working for a simple reason. Because we've got monkeys running it. Correct. 100%. Right? They are, they are monkeys. And it, 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 it's as simple as that. I've got a six-year-old son, right, Finley. He's autistic, right? He watches the football with me every week. Every week. He's six. He sat there. We were watching the footy last night. I let him stay up late. Sat there last night and he goes, that wasn't a penalty, Daddy. He didn't touch him. I'm like, I know that, son. And he goes, so why has he put the ball on the spot then? He's six. He's six, guys. And Stuart Atwell sat at Stradley Park and he's going, that's a penalty. I'm sorry, but it's all wrong. And I hate to say the word corruption but because... But it is. They have not got an absolute Scooby-Doo what they're doing. And the, the two red cards as well. Where, where do you start with them? Well, exactly. I mean, I mean I've mean, i got this list here. Thank you that Emma did. Um, it's a list, two-page list. Match week one, Luton. Um, penalty awarded for Joe Gomez, apparent handball. Um, described it as absolutely terrible. Uh, match week one, United, uh, very first game of the season, potential penalty on Anana. Anana was more than lucky not to give away a last-minute penalty. Even the Devils legend Gary Neville agreed it should have been. Could, could, could have broke, could have quite easily caused serious injury to Glajic. Uh, Page two, Newcastle match week ten. Um, Penalty awarded after Wang He Chan was deemed to fail. Fabio referee Anton and Nee Taylor gave the spot kit. Um, VAR didn't intervene when and if it did, it would have been overturned. Taylor's decision, we agree with the Wolves boss, run call. Match week 11, Sheffield United, potential penalty for the Blades after a handball by Mario Lamina, penalty awarded by, for a foul by Silva on George Baldock. Referee Rob Jones didn't give the penalty for the handball, but they were both in agreement that the penalty that led to the winning goal. The first decision was spot on, but the penalty was awarded again very soft. One of two decisions can be marked as correct. And then yesterday, penalty awarded to Fulham for a foul by Nelson Semedo and Tom Carney. Tim Ream escapes a second yellow card for a foul on Wang Chan in the area. Carlos Vinicius is only booked for a head puck on Max Gilman. Fulham awarded second penalty as Joe Gomez is just to brought down Harry Wilson. I mean, you go on and then, like you say, you go on to, to, to last year as well. It's becoming... Nick, Nick Pope handball against Newcastle when we played Newcastle. And that, Outside and the, the area. It goes back to last... 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chris, I mean, you're you're with the Trust. What discussions are going on within the Trust about about this? What can the Trust do? Um, Before I talk about Trust, I just want to give my view on the um, VAR thing. So... The problem we've got with VAR is not the VAR system. It's a process of, of review and, 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 and that sort of thing. The problem is we've got people doing it who don't have the correct level of game experience, playing experience and situational awareness. These penalties, Fabio, Wang, uh, Gomez, and the two yesterday where players are running across you at speed, you're trying to clear the ball, and they're coming across you and you make a touch with them. When I played football, they would never have been penalties. Uh, the one yesterday with Wilson, he, he took the ball so far over to the corner of the pitch with his knock. He was never going to get the ball. So it, it's it's people that don't understand the game that are forensically looking for reasons that somebody might have got it wrong. And and the problem is until you get people in there that understand how, you, how the game's played, it's a contact sport, People are going to touch legs and toes and that sort of stuff. You're, you're never going to get a proper decision out of VAR because the people just haven't got the knowledge. Um, and 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 so so my my view is it's it, it it it's not it's not fit for purpose in its current guise and it's not the process. It's the the content of the individuals that are involved in it. Um, the cheating thing. I've got to disagree with my Sergio Tacchini wearing friend below me. When I played football, I cheated. I cheated all the time. I, I used to elbow the centre forwards, the wingers. I used to try and do all sorts of stuff in the old days. We, we've always cheated in football. We've always tried to do things that other people couldn't see. You know, I agree with the match. He needs to stand up and be strong. But you've always tried to get an advantage. I jump up on a player because I'm only short in a header and I'd have my elbow in the back of his neck so he couldn't get up. It's just tricks of the trade and things you do to gain an advantage. That It's always been there, but I just think we're, we're, we're trying to make it too sterile and pure. You know, it's a very old game with very old rules and we're trying to modernise it and we're taking, away, we're taking away the things that make us all love football. I love football, but I am falling out of love with it. I, you know, I, I didn't watch a match actually. I, I was doing something with business and I looked at my phone twice. I really didn't, you know. I I just I, I'm I'm a bit like Keith. It, 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 it's it's starting to wear thin on me. Wear thin uh, on the trust then. 
Okay, so the trust, I mean, obviously, uh, we've got to do something about VAR. We, you know, the, the, the lads early on were right. We, we don't want to be using the word corrupt and anything inflammatory like that. We've got to do it respectfully. Gary O'Neill's done it really respectfully. We need to follow his lead. Um, the, old, the old gold pack um, thing is something we should all get behind. The trust have, have donated some uh, a reasonable amount of money to, to the old gold pack to start that process off so that we can do that um, sensible protesting, as I would call it. Uh, and I'd urge everybody that um, can spare a few few bob to follow them on social media. Maybe you can send them send them a bit so that we can get get that message across. Um, you know, Everton fans are old enough corrupt, but let let's do it a little bit more um, uh, peacefully. I think not not. I think it's a matter of I think peacefully. I think the, 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 I mean the funny the funny thing the thing that makes me laugh is Everton they have cheated. Of course they <laughs> they've cheated. <laughs> they've got caught with their hand yeah. in the pot, and they've got they've got the penalty. And like we've sat here many many times and had very heated arguments about what the club are doing over the summer in terms of spending the money and selling players and FFP and all of all of that. And we've we've gone through this. We're not going to go over it again. But like we said, it's going to they're going to either look stupid if they just give them a fine, or it's going to be you know if if, if they hadn't done it then they would be called accountable for being incompetent in not protecting the club's interests. But the funny thing is, the Everton fans are moaning about a 10-point bloody deduction because they've had their hands caught in the pot. And, <laughs> Not seven. and we've had seven to nine points taken off us and we've still gotten two-thirds of the season and no one gives a thing. It's like we've had points deduction because we should be on at least 22 points. We should be, you know, in the top seven with all of these things that have gone. But no, it's like... You know, we, why is it that we, again, that we keep getting these? It's like we've still got two-thirds of the season to go. God knows how many points could have been taken off us by the end of the season. So despite of it, and again, despite last season, we managed to stay up. And despite everything that's happened, we're still on 15 points. We should be on more. Craig? Dave, Dave yeah. I, if, you, if you turn this on its head, if FA and, and PGMOL were looking at this, from from another angle, they'd be um, they'd be looking at match fixing because we've had so many dodgy decisions. They would say that that's against the laws of of, of uh, the the decisions on average. So they would start to look at. Uh, hang on, there's some some strange going on here because of, of match fixing. Um, I, I'm I'm that wrapped off with it now because. This this, uh, this 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 group of people who are in charge of the game, the FA and the PGMOL, should be called the KGB because it's 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 a, it's it's a silent affair. They never have to answer to anybody at all. They don't have to explain uh, them, them, themselves. Seven points at this stage of the season, and we're not talking ifs, buts, maybe there. This is seven definite points that, are, that, that have been retrospectively said, we've got this wrong. Seven points is, is a huge amount. And uh, gone, gone, gone made that point last uh, night beautifully. Managers should have two calls per half. They should be able to challenge two calls per half. This would this would stop it. And, and they have to go to the monitor with the referee. That should... 
you're right. Wrong, they deci do that. wrong decisions in the box should mean a red card for that official. And he should be banned from officiating for the next three weeks. If he gets if he gets another red card after that, he sits on a panel and that should be uh, extended to five weeks. We, we should We'd have no refs, Craig. We'd have no Craig. I don't care, though. The, the, the only mm. way that we're going to sort this is if people start to be made accountable. End of story. Craig, Craig. Dave, Dave, Dave sorry, can I just come in here? Yeah, because yeah, I want to pick up something Craig said and you said. I was going to come in after you. And that is... We the Premier League is the rich is it the richest league in the world with yeah, the yeah. most money sloshing around in it? Well, now, you can argue any, that Saudi Arabia is, but that don't really count. Possibly, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and ironically, Ronaldo actually tried to overturn his own penalty, didn't he? Yesterday, what you know, the, the irony of that. But but it's the richest league in the world with money sloshing over it. Can you? There's no way that there isn't bet, betting syndicates and and influences and money swapping out. That that has to be the case, like it was in in cricket. And and you know, if it happens in cricket, it's got to happen in football in this country in the richest league. And about match fixing, which is what Craig alluded to, I'd written down Sheffield, Luton, United, and Fulham. Four games where the result was directly checked, not just a goal being scored. Yeah, right. The result was completely massaged because it was in the last minutes of the game, the last two or three minutes of a game. What could be more perfect than people betting on Sheffield United getting their first win than giving them a, a, a penalty that A, was, I think, wasn't, like, wasn't a player offside as well and it wasn't a corner? That preceded that, that penalty. I think it was. Now, if that is the case, as far as I'm concerned, it, there's no doubt in my mind. Let's not call it the C word. I'm going to call it massaging. Massaging results. And there are betting syndicates that are putting money onto these games. And somehow, I'm not saying that the rest are taking bungs, but I think there's a, some pressure being put on somewhere for it to happen. And the only thing that makes me think it can't be real is that... that they can't be stupid enough to pick on walls every time, can they? Yeah, I think they, they can. I think they can. They they? Um, yeah, well, thank you. That's all. Yeah, um, AJ, you made you made a really really uh, good point when you first spoke. You said you 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 sit there. I've, I've watched football for for sixty years, and I know the game, and I've played it. I'm looking now and thinking. Do I know what I'm seeing? You made that point because I am I am um, sitting there and thinking, what have they seen that I've not seen, or or what 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 am I seeing that they're not seeing? How can you be so stupid? How can you be so forensic that that you you're actually losing the the the, the whole point, which is VAR is there to overturn clear and obvious errors. They are not there to draw lines one millimetre thick. If you can't tell a bloke he's offside by looking at a screen and seeing that with your own eyes, don't draw bloody lines. If, if you can't tell by your eyes, they're not offside. End of story. It, it, everything's just, just overcomplicated. We've got numpties in the, in the box. Uh, absolute numpties. But what have we done? Because 
I mean, these these decisions, seven points at this stage of the season is absolutely appalling. We're only, we're only 13 games in. Um, Dave, I want to just... Dave, go, go, on, Dave, Dave. go on, mate. So, you go first. Richard. Um, I wanted to just pick up on something that... Um, is, it, is, is Craig... They were allowed to challenge two uh, decisions per half. Oh, yeah. They actually do that in the American football. No, they do. Yeah, and it works well. Know. You know, and it does work so well. Another thing as well, the, uh, was, it, was it AJ or Sutty said, um, someone, someone said about... Um, I've lost my trial of thought. Never mind. But yeah, challenging two halves. Yeah, definitely. That's that's a good way forward. So take. Yeah. Well, I know, I know a lot of people that seem to be steering away from the word, but I'll say it, Dave. They are fucking corrupt. Um, oh. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. They can come and knock oh, on great. my door to me for slander. I don't care because. Uh, Mark Halsey, who was a Premier League referee, actually went on record, Dave, and said he was told in certain games how many corners to give, how many um, goal kicks to give. That is on record. Now, in any elite sport, especially one that's awash with lots of money, there will be corruption. It's as simple as that. Boxing, football, horse racing, snooker, Anything, Dave. There, are, there is mass corruption within within uh, professional sport, and any of yeah. these officials, Dave, could be bought at any time. I wouldn't know about it, and neither would you, and neither would any of these lads on here. But I know for fact, I know for fact that there are people out there that put lots of spot bets on, Dave. And they will wait um, for referees to come and tell them exactly what they've put on. And uh, they will offer them money. Now, that referee can turn it down. But I'm telling you now, that happens in every single sport. Why do you think professional boxers don't like boxing in Germany? I'll tell you why, Dave. Because that, that foreign boxers that box in Germany inevitably lose even if they win and that's why dave because it's so corrupt anybody well, that you've, got, you've got think... chris who's obviously spent a lot of time in germany above, above you he's nodding anybody that doesn't think that and is frightened to use the word corruption within sport well you're deluded because there is cheating and corruption in every level of sport and there always will be because of the vast amounts of money to be made from it. Absolutely huge amounts. And it will never go away. And I'm telling you now, come and knock on my door because they are fucking corrupt, Dave. Gents, okay. thanks for that. Gents, right. Right. Said so Dave, can I, I just make one, one really, really quick point. Go how, on, long did it, how, how long did it take you to say that that, that penalty in that last... Last minute of that game last night was not a penalty. Took me two seconds. Ten tops. Well, from my point of view, I'm at the opposite um, 
end of the uh, the stadium, obviously, so I couldn't really see it, and we don't get the replay. For if you're watching it on the TV, you probably was able to make a decision. Clear. Absolutely. Thing, clear. Thing, thing, is, thing is, with those type of penalties, when you start swinging your leg, the first one as well, when you start swinging your leg, if you can ball, if somebody comes in the way or gets in between you and the ball, you can't stop your leg going. You know, Sinedo, he's he swung the ball. Once he's hit the ball, he can't stop his foot carrying on because that's motion. That's how the, you know, so the, these type of penalties, they're, they're just not penalties. They're just people that don't understand the game. Well said. Correct. Craig, I want to come back on to your point. Uh, come back on to your point. Um, obviously, you've come up with some radical ideas there. I think some of these have been mooted about the, the refs getting red cards and all of that. I, I mean, obviously, my job's to... Um, to challenge and debate and put thinking about. I mean, obviously, when players play in fear, um, you've seen our teams and other teams when they're frightened to make the forward pass because they play the safe pass all the time. You know, you don't get the performances. Maybe um, as as much as I agree with your sentiment, you know, if referees are going to get red cards and stuff because they've made a wrong decision, they might make more wrong decisions because they're frightened to make the right decision, potentially. And the other thing that I've come back on to, which I think has got some mileage, actually, is the review system. Um, we have VAR. They, they use it in cricket. They use it, I think, a bit in rugby. They use it in the, um, like you say, in the NFL. Um, I wouldn't like to see a team given two reviews a half, personally. I think maybe one review would be suffice. Um, that they could, if, if they really think, because they, you see the 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 the, uh, the managers look at the the screens by the thing and they're screaming. If they had the option of using one review a match or something like that, that they could play that card and play that review, such as the last minute last night or the Semedo penalty and stuff like that. The referee, although VAR haven't sent them to back to the screen for the first thing, he, the referee has said to Gary O'Neill that he would have changed the decision <laughs> when he looked at it back. Because, And I also think there's some mileage in the referee who's on field that's giving a decision or waving a penalty away, talking to the VAR room and going, I wasn't sure about that. Can you can you confirm my decision? Rather than waiting for the VAR to come in and then hold and intervene. There's got to be a better way of doing it. Sutty, you were there. Yeah, though, Dave. Dave, can I just say, can I just say, what is the point? I'm going to use bad language now because I've got it because I'm so wound up now. What is the point in sending... Set of imagery to those fuckwits at Stockley Park to look at again when they can't make the decision right in the first place. There's no point having a review because it's just fucking reason. I'm not on about it. VAR, I'm on about the on field referee re looking at it. The yeah, why, why shouldn't the, uh, the on field referee? To hey, there's no credibility there with them. That's the problem. That, that That's why you've got to go back to basics and you've got to give managers reviews. These these officials have no longer got any credibility at all. Well, you can't, you can't have the managers refereeing the game. But I agree, Craig. I'm, I, I think what Chris is thinking is like, oh, we'll send it back to the VAR. I'm not about to send it back to the VAR to Stockley Park. I'm on about Gary O'Neill saying, like the saying to the um, okay, the VAR haven't said, but I want you to look at that again from the screen and looking at what I'm seeing and 
tell me that that's still a penalty. Right, not, right. So the field referee still makes the decision. <laughs> but again, it slows the game down and stuff like that. Sutti, I want to come back to you quickly because you were there at the World Cup. They had automated offsides. They had the different image of how they showed it. The referees. What is the difference? I mean, there's hardly any incidents. Okay, there's the ball going out incident. There's one, a couple of incidents. But like, we had the whole World Cup, 64 games, and VAR was hardly, hardly an issue in the whole tournament, was it? What's the difference? The personnel, Dave. Exactly. Monkeys. No. So You've got absolute run so well with hardly anyone talking about VAR, and every single weekend we've got two or three incidents in this country. Mm-hmm. It comes down to the people that are running it. Howard Webb has come in to change it. You know, if he was a manager in any other business, he'd be off. He'd be, it's got, so that's it's the got question. worse. Something you know, they've got to. They've got this. Web card exactly. Howard Webb should go. Pierre should come in. I think in. he's lost. I think Howard Webb's come in and he's lost credibility because you can't keep saying sorry, sorry, sorry all the bloody time. And people, it's like the boy that called Wolf every yeah. time. It's like you start to think, well, it, you don't mean it because nothing's changed. And Gary O'Neill even said himself yesterday, he's for VAR. I'm always, I'm not against VAR. I, I like VAR. I think it could be used right, but it's not been implemented correctly. And even Gary O'Neill said yesterday, he's always been pro-VAR. And because of what's happening, he's starting to think, no. And people... David, going- David it, it, the, the analogy Sutty gave with the Formula One car is really good. And it's like, if I go into my own workplace, it's like me getting a, a young mechanic and giving him a top-of-the-range machine, not training him, not telling him how to use it, and no knowledge how to use it, and say, hey, I'll go and do do some work on that engine. I'm going to get a lump of broken metal at the end of it because he doesn't know what to do. And this is what I think is the problem with these. Oh, I've lost it with him. I've lost it with him. I follow three referees on Twitter. Uh, Mark Colsey that, that Keith mentioned. Roger Gifford, remember him? He comes on Twitter. And the best one of them all is Keith Hackett. And you should see what them three guys have been saying about these referees in the last week. That you know, it, and Keith Hackett ran the PGMO. We spoke earlier about trying to get him on tonight because he does come on these sort of shows. He 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 was basically saying they all need to go. He he read out three of them that are in the back room, and he said uh, one of them was John Moss. Atwell was mentioned. Yeah. There's three of them, and he said until these idiots are there have gone. This is never going to work. That's a former head of the PGML. Oh, well. It's really right. interesting. I'd urge anybody to follow him just to see. Because I have to, I do it for my own sanity. Because I watch these games now, as Keith said, and thinking, what, what the hell are they doing? You know, why is this being given? I, I think I understand why it's being given now. One, because they don't know what they're doing. And two, they're just too looking forensically. But it's got to, it's got to change. That's right. right. Created a major concern, didn't it? With the use of VAR, yeah, the first penalty against us, he played the ball. Samedo played the ball, and VAR did not refer the ref to the screen. Who, after the match, said, "Had he been referred?" No, 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 no. no, no. VAR didn't refer the ref back to the screen. The ref said to Gary after the match, "I wish they had a." Make that point, Dave. Right. 
he didn't refer him back to the screen. Didn't follow yeah, on, the, on the last minute penalty, when the ref didn't give a penalty, they did. It was the slightest of touches, and he did refer it back. So, so what you've got there is you've got an inconsistent use of 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 this technology. One where he played the ball, so there was more reason for him to refer him back to the screen, and he didn't. And the second one where there was less less obvious error as, as such, and he did refer him to, to the screen. That is a pure Stockley Parker issue. That's not down down to the record. Absolutely, mate. Totally agree. I made the, I made this point earlier. Isn't it ironic that that one didn't get referred, but the and it went because it was going to be overturn a penalty that was given to Fulham, and then the last coming up to the obviously the plus four minutes, the penalty that was given at the end that the referee didn't get. Strangely enough. He got sent to the uh, to the screen. Oh, absolutely. No wonder why people think it's corruption. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Can I ask a couple of anyway, questions? Richard, please? Richard, you want to come in there, yeah? Yeah. Um, first of all, Stocky made a brilliant point earlier. Um, but wouldn't who who thinks it would be a good idea that the the minute the ref gives a penalty, he automatically goes to the screen and double checks it problem solved that's how i'd do it if i if i was a ref i'd give a penalty right i'm going to double quickly double check that job done no arguing then is there no i guess it depends on like i mean if it's a clear and obvious like triff but what's again it comes back to clear and obvious. if it's like the pen two penalties like last night um mm. i guess like the second penalty he would have given the penalty but he waved it on uh, yeah. But that would, then he would have still had to go stop play to go and have a have a look and check and then go yeah it's a penalty or it's not so he, I would think in those fine decisions that the ref's going to be if it was that system he would give the penalty every time because he got the backup for looking at it rather than waving play on I guess that would be the the yeah, argument the, the caveat to it yeah but another so, thing I wanted to quickly mention as well I, I believe it was Sutty or someone mentioned about. Other uh, other countries refs being spot on with um, at the World Cup and uh, and big competitions. How many British Premier League referees actually go to these competitions? Because I think when I watched the World Cup, I saw two. Other countries yeah. had four, five, six, seven rep referees representing in big competitions, and we have two, maybe one uh, push. I'm not sure about that. I think I think um, every country or every association has because they've got. So many Dave, I think they have an allocation. Whether they're picked to referee a match or not is another matter. Yeah, yeah. They have, they have an allocation. Anyway, guys, we've uh, we've we've literally um, killed this VAR thing. I think it's it, it rumbles on. You know, we'll see what happens at Arsenal. I mean, the fact is, you know, getting back to the game, and I'll get your. Get more, uh, Dave, Dave, I'm really sorry. Can I just say one thing about these penalties? Is there yeah, anybody on, out right. of us here? I don't know whether you do a poll on this, by the way, with the people that listen in, but is there anybody who watched that game, though Chris missed most of it, one of you missed one, who didn't, who seriously thought that those weren't going to be given as penalties, regardless of 
what we've how we've used them. As soon as it went to VAR, I knew it was a penalty. They may as well not bother with Stockley Park because we know they're going to give it. Yeah, I hundred percent. And like again, it leave your thought in the in the chat. I think the answer to be... the question is everyone knew it was going to get given a second he was going over there. Both 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 penalties. As soon as it went to VAR, we knew that they were going to be given one. Well, we knew until a referee goes to the screen and. Until a referee goes to the screen and and looks at that screen like they did at the World Cup and says, no, that is not a penalty. In my view, that is not a penalty. Until the on-field referee does it, nobody will do it. It needs that one ref to do it and it will start a tidal wave. They'll all start sticking to their guns. That's what, I'm, that's what I kind of meant with. They're frightened of breaking this so-called referee's code of sticking together. One of them's got to show some bollocks, Dave, unfortunately. 100% agree. Right, guys, just have a think for a second about your man of the match performance rating, highlights and anything else you want to say about the game. Just before you go on, we have done a new T-shirt for a bit of fun. Uh, we haven't put any words cor corrupt on it. But I do want to show it, yeah. And the link, if you want to get one, I'm gonna, I'm getting one because I think it's pretty good. Um, oh, where is it gone? I will show you and put it up for you. Here it is. That's what we've put. We've put a nice little T-shirt. Emma's done that today, which I think is really cool. It's a bit like the, the thing repeat, but we've done VAR error apology repeat because that's basically the rolling thing that happens with wolves um if you want to get that we've done it at cost as well i think it's 20 quid for the t-shirt you can also get a mug or a or a phone case the link is in the description below uh you can order that and it'll get sent to you wherever you are in the world we'd love to see a few people uh wearing them i think it's pretty cool var error apology receipt as i say the link is in the description below mine's already been ordered so i'm gonna be wearing that soon what what toys do they go up to dave I don't. What size do they go up to? Emma, what size do they go up to? Is it triple XL? She's going to have a look and come back to you. What and come back to him? We'll come back to you on that. Um, four XL. Oh, I'm ordering five, one then. Five XL. It goes all the way up to. Oh, wait, I'm ordering one of my four. Yes. So it goes up to five XL. Uh, Chris, we'll start with you. Um, I know you didn't watch all the game, but you've probably watched it back all since then. So, any uh, any performance rating or comments or highlights that you want to make on that before we go? Uh, I have some puzzling. I mean, I, I thought by and large from what I saw, they 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 played okay. Um, there were some good efforts in there. Um, I don't understand what's happening with Hugo Bueno. I don't know why he isn't coming on and Docket is coming on and playing left back. Uh, or Doherty, whatever. Way you Doherty. Our friend's going to be... told off by Dinny, won't we? Yeah, Dinny, he'll be after me. I don't understand why Bruno isn't coming on. Um, uh, it's puzzling me. Um, Scrabia is another one. Why he didn't come on last night as well. That was interesting. Yeah, you'd have thought he'd have brought him on. Uh, I've got my doubts about Santi Bueno. His distribution was quite poor. I don't know. Time for sure. I don't know why we continue to give him the ball. Uh, so there were things that 
I watched the bit, you know, I thought, well, I wonder doing that because you can see he's struggling. So, you know, it might be all right defending, but let's play the ball down the other wing. I don't, I don't know. Um, but by and large, I thought the game was okay. Um, nice to see Kuna score. I don't, I don't think we can give anything either the six for a defeat. Though technically, it should have been a win. But um, yeah, and and my moment of the day was I had a, had a had a very very nice curry last night. You do love your curries, <laughs> don't you, mate? Yes. You yeah. do. We enjoyed a curry with you. Uh, well, both me and Craig in, 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 we had a nice curry as well, ain't we, Craig? With the uh, yeah, when we giving the, the always walls football sevens. By the way, Craig was a monster in goal uh, oh. in the uh, in the sevens. You know, he broke his ribs for playing in goal, didn't you? But, I'm uh, too old for it, Dave. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, mate, you did a great I'm job. So we got to the semi-finals anyway. Yeah. Uh, Craig, same for you. Yeah, I, I think uh, my scores are about five and a half, six max, but but five and a half because I think I think we start sloppy. Um, Wang was my man of the match. He he's just looking better every day, and uh, for a big guy, his ball control's excellent. Really, really top top draw. My my moment of the day uh, was the uh, the. O'Neill interview after I think he was articulate. I'd have been raging. How he how he kept his rage inside, I, I've I've got no idea. I think I think that he's well aware of, of the line where he, where he's going to get fined, and he steps on the line, but he never goes over it. But he he's he's showing them up in a very um, intelligent way, isn't he? Without going over the line. So that was my highlight. The way that he kept his call and his articulation of what is an appalling problem for us at the moment. Well said. AJ? Um, yeah, I watched the whole game. Uh, my man of the match, it was between Lamina and Wang and really just because of their hunger as much as anything yeah, else. Good point. Um, so th those two, but again, like Craig's touched on and I think Jack and everybody else tonight, Gary O'Neill was a class act. I mean, it's been oh, that's what everyone says. What a class act! But I'm I'm thrilled that we've got a manager. He might not be the best manager in that division, but he he the way he conducts himself is superb, and um, I, I'm I'm proud to have him as as our manager. Really. So again, that would be my moment. Yeah, I think what you're trying to say there is might not be a glamour glamour, but. He's a good manager, he's, and uh, he's sort of buying into the ethos of the fans and the club and what it's all about, and yeah. trying to get a team to play. As he what as he said himself, he wants the team on on the field to match the team off the field. So yeah, yeah. and the, the other thing about the other thing about him as well is that um, I think he he does actually he's quite naughty, isn't he? He does sort of uh, saying, well, he he lets everyone know that the ref has said he got it wrong before the the ref has a chance to do it. There's a sort of mischievous but slightly underhand element of, you know, sort of passive aggressiveness there that I like um, because he's just being truthful uh, in, a, in, a, in a sport where there isn't much truth. Well said. Well said. Did, have you, did you have a performance rating, mate? Did you say that? Uh, I, I said, um, I want to say six and a half. I would even have gone to seven because I think that we would have won that game. We would I have won that we game. Were if, if, you so, know what? 
I really if we'd won the game, everyone would have been saying eight. So that's why I'm almost veering towards seven. But, but there you go. I felt in the stadium, and I'll come on to Sutty next. I felt in the stadium, even when we were losing two one, I felt we were go we were going to win. Um, I said to the thing, and when two two, I thought we'd go on and win it. I mean, Sutty, I mean, were you? Did you have that same sort of vibe as me? Even when we were behind two one. I don't think we played bad, Dave. I think we were a yard slower than them first fifteen minutes. Yeah. We uh, we opened up like a. Uh, I mean, their their goal their, their goal was very similar to the Tottenham goal, wasn't it? Yeah, it, we'd gone to sleep and we did we couldn't get hold of the ball and do much with. Then we grew into it. <clears throat> and at two, I think two. that was a bit because we were missing Dawson and it was a bit of an adjustment to Santiago yeah. getting up to the pace of the game. Yeah, it might it improve be. as it went along. It might be, Dave, but you've got to. You, every team has to adjust to these things, don't they? Everybody's going to get a ban at some point. There's not many that don't get a one-game ban or whatever it is. But we, we've um, at two-two. I said to my brother-in-law, I think we'll win this. But then we've obviously got, uh, uh, you know, these people who clearly don't know what they're doing, um, like to stick a spanner in the works of wolves and. Um, I don't think we played bad. I'll give it a seven, Dave. Um, we've played worse and won, like away at Everton and things yeah. like that. So um, I'll give it. I'll give the man of the match to Wang. Yeah, he, he's he's outstanding. And just just a quick point as well, Dave. If we carry on in this rich rain of vein of form of having points taken off us, I deem they're getting stolen from us. Yeah. It, that every time that we step on the pitch, we actually play for a maximum of 2.25 points. Yeah. Hmm. And then what about your highlight or moment of the day? Well, I was, I was a little bit concerned as it was on TV and it was a Monday night, 8 o'clock kickoff. I thought, we ain't going to be very loud today, Dave. Well, Fulham must have wondered what had hit them. Because were, we were, did we not think that the that, that, that they were so quiet? They hardly murmured. Well, that's some more. I've seen more noise yeah. in the morgue than what was at Fulham. Yeah, Dave. Let's be honest. When you go into a ground and you go into your stand in exactly the same turnstiles as the home home support, you're not going to get a very uh, ferocious um, um, atmosphere, are you? Um, it's just not that kind of club, Dave. They'll sit there and applaud. They'll you'll get the odd ripple of, of singing and what have you. That was one of my um, moments of the day. But my moment of the day, and you know how much I love Lopetegui, um, I'm really proud of, of this manager. I'm not going to call him a coach because I actually believe he's managing this band of players and he's making mm. them actually better players by coaching them and managing them uh, to play for this club. And uh, uh, I, I think that we're going to be in a very decent place come next season when lots of teams and clubs have their financial fair play backsides felt. I think you're right, mate. I think you make a very good point. And I Just on that atmosphere, Dave, I think it, you know, it's widely known, isn't it, there? I think it's 160 quid a game, some seats are full of that. So it, it may be a different calibre of people going, what's that, Matt? And yeah. what's, so that might be causing some of that. 
yeah, you put good points. I mean, they were going to have a protest, the, uh, the, the, the Fulham Trust, uh, but it got cancelled. I don't know whether it was because the weather was a bit chilly and they cancelled it, but they, they postponed that in the end. Uh, Richard, your, um, your performance rating, man of the match, and your highlight or moment of the day, it can be anything. It could be having a cup of tea and a biscuit if you want. Um, I'm going to go with a seven, and I'm going to give the man of the match to Lamina. In fact, I'm stuck between Lamine and Bellegarde because we haven't had a player, like someone said earlier, we haven't had someone to whip balls into the box for a long, right. long time. Right. And and, he, and he, he seems to be doing that. And I think my moment of the day is deciding to send my tickets back to the Molyneux for the Nottingham Forest game because I'm that done with it all the wokeness and crap I've decided to just not go to any games it's a six hour journey for me home there and back so you're back, you're back in Spain. I live in West Wales I live just outside of, well I live 21 miles south of Aberystwyth so yeah you've got you've got a good two and a half hour trek just it's, to get to every it's, home every no it's, a, it's three hours and 15 minutes for me to get to the morning yeah. I know so yeah. uh, you're no, I've just, I'm just not going it's to not the Burnley game. Say again. Are you going to the Burnley game? No. I it, I tried to go to because I because I'm living so far away. I tried to go to four games a season. Yeah. I'm also a single dad. So yeah. you know, I have to rely on a lot of things to slot into place to go to yeah. a game. But it's I'm not done with all the wokeness of what's happening at the moment. I'm just like, do you know what? What's the point in me wasting? And like, do, you know what? do you know what, Richard? Do you know what, Richard? There are a lot of fans out there that feel in the same at the moment. Jack yeah. has mentioned it to me. I mean, Chris, you probably, we've seen that on the trust uh, group. People yeah. are at the point where they're like, I'll spend my money and time and effort going to some of support my team. Mm -hmm. And you, you, like I said earlier, you can go, there can be bloody a bag of poo and you can moan about the performance and all of that. But you moan about that. We've lost the game and you can accept losing the game fair and square. If we've been rubbish or the bet that the other team's been better than you, but when you spend your time and effort and money traveling to get to a game, uh, and for you, it's just to get to Molyneux. I mean, like for us last night, me and Sutty, uh, you know, and 3,000 others getting down there last night and making all their effort to get there. And then you're done by four VAR decisions and you're coming out the game going, yeah, we weren't, we didn't play brilliant. I think if it had been a draw, you know, we'd have took a point. But then to get killed at the end, like we did at Sheffield United, the previous away game when it was, you know, we were poor second half, but we've managed to grind out a, a draw, but we, we we lost we lost the game again on a VAR penalty decision. You can understand why people are just, I, I, I've had enough of this and have fallen yeah. out of love with the game. And we don't want that. We love our club. We love our club with a passion. We love the colours, we love the badge, we follow and we love the away days going together. It's not just about the game, it's about the day. It's about the mm. day going when you go to a match, it's a, at the home game, it's about the whole experience. And when you come out feeling like you've been cheated, 
Yeah. If I'd have gone to Fulham, if I'd have gone to Fulham yesterday, it would have been an eight and a half hour drive for me yesterday. Exactly. There and back. And like, no, there and then eight and a half hour back. Getting back at one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. And some people obviously stayed over and come back today. It, you can understand why people are getting frustrated. And that and the, and Wolves don't want that, the club. I mean, I saw something in the uh, the match day experience group. It came from Russell. Um, obviously, they were talking about stuff. And Russell, although he didn't go into de any details, he said, I can assure you that the club are not passive in regards to this. They are obviously making remonstrations um, about stuff. I'll go into any more, th more than that. But it's also, at some point, the fans have got to make a statement. Um, and that's what the old gold pack are trying to organise for, um, for Tuesday. And you've got to make a statement. You've got to get the images out there. You've got to get the media taking the pictures. You've got to get those that visual out there because... They need to see that the fans are disenchanted. And if you start losing the fans from this game of, of ours, the, it's not a game anymore. We we all lived through the pandemic and they put the fake noise over the top and, and we couldn't wait to get back to games. And everyone was excited to go back to Molyneux, to go back to the away days. And, when you, and, and less than two years later, you've got people like you that are sending their tickets back because they're so disenfranchised because of what's going on. It's a sad day. It's a sad day yeah. for people. A really sad um, day. Dave, Dave, we started this, didn't we, talking about a band, right? And it's almost like you want to get P-A-P-G-M-O-L across your T-shirt and John Lydon, Johnny Rotten saying, ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Yeah. You know, and it's that sort of thing. I was meant to be taking my six-year-old Finlay to his first game for Forest. It was meant to be his first game, his first ever game. And I love that franchise that you sent your tickets back. Well, that's the message, yeah. isn't it, in itself? Yeah. Um, final words for everyone before we finish. And guys, thank you ever so much for. We've had like no, two hundred of you watching regularly. Thousands more of you will watch it back on catch up, and and thousands more will listen to it on the podcast when it goes up tomorrow morning. Um, you know, any final uh, thoughts? Um, thank you for everyone in the chat. Please smash a like if you've enjoyed the uh, enjoyed the chat. If you're new, subscribe. Uh, all the uh, the offers, the t-shirts, the the Christmas crackers. <laughs> you know, it's a cracker. Uh, you know, the VPN offers are all in the links in the description below. Um, Chris, final thoughts from you. Final words. Look, I mean, I don't want it to come across all doom and gloom. I, I went to, uh, obviously, Spurs the last home match. I've sat there with my me, me son, I think, half-time. And I have to say, I've really, really enjoyed going to Molyneux this season. I think the team, I've enjoyed going. I think we're going to I, I think we're gonna win most matches. Um, I try and put the VAR thing aside and try and watch the match. And, you know, and I think the manager, as Keith says, is doing a great job, better than I thought he was going to do. I'll put my hands up. Um, and, I, and I get behind them, and, and that's what we've got to keep doing. And, and I've I, I got to hope and believe because it's the game I love that all this VAR stuff's going to blow away at some point, and, and that's what I keep believing in. But uh, you know, we'll see. Well said, um, Chris. Uh, sorry, um, Richard, any final words from you before we go to Craig? Then AJ and Sutty will finish. I will, I was, you know. Yes, yeah, sending the tickets back. It does seem a bit rash, but 
I'm going to support the club in other ways. I'll buy, like, I'll buy the, my kids and myself an extra shirt or something like that and, you know, support the club in other ways. And, you know, the, the, there is no, around by me, there's loads of Wolves fans. There's no supporters group. So that's something we could look into doing, having another supporters group and stuff. But, yeah, you should look at setting that. And Richard, thank you for coming on and making your debut tonight. I hope you've enjoyed it. Really have. And thank you for having me. Um, but I've got to be up at three o'clock in the morning, so I'm going to be shooting off very soon. That's fine, mate. Yeah. Uh, Craig, charismatic. Yeah, yeah Mark, the uh, club, uh, the players and the manager are doing everything for us that they can. So we, we can't ha ask much more of them. But we can ask a hell of a lot of the FA and the PG MOL sorted out, boys, because it's disastrous. Well said, AJ. I know you've some people want you to play a little ditty on you. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they, that, no, no, uh, not on my debut, mate. Not on my debut. Uh, I'll <laughs> think about that. Um, thoughts? Uh, the guy I go to Wolves with sent me a text earlier, and he says, uh, "Do you know what? I'm done." Uh, and that's how I feel. I'm done. But I can't walk away from supporting the lads. And look, I understand Richard, you know, he's got a long journey and a lot of other things to sort out. But, you know, I think um, we need to keep supporting our club and our manager and our players. Um, but it's really tough to do that at the moment with the, yeah, with the fact that we are being cheated and it is cheating. So, but thank you ever so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. I'm glad you've in, you've come on, mate, and uh, we look forward to both having both uh, you and Richard on again. Hopefully, now you've made your debut. And Sutty, I'll I'm leave... part of the furniture now, Dave. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> I love it, Sutty. I'll leave the final word from tonight to yourself. Keep it clean, Sut. Forty-five <laughs> <laughs> uh, years, Dave. I've been following this football club home and away. And uh, I think for probably 37 of those years, I've been done every Saturday night. I'm done. I'm not going back. But uh, it's like a magnet, Dave, isn't it? You can't not go back. No, it's... Uh... Yeah. It is, mate. You, you, you know, you cut all of us. We bleed gold and black because we're so passionate about our club, and we'll have our disagreements as we do. We'll have our debates. We'll be on polar opposite sides sometimes of the debate. But the one thing that we've got, we're all friends. We all love our club, and we're all one pack, and we're stronger together. And uh, you know, on Tuesday at the weekend. Are we there at Arsenal? We'll still be there. We've probably got no hope. We've got our midfield ribbed out. We've got no chance. We'll probably go and win. That's just the Wolves' way. <laughs> just how it goes. And then we've got Burnley. And, uh, you know, I hope we do make a statement at that home game and everyone gets behind that because uh, we want to uh, send the message in the right way uh, that we are totally disenfranchised with this and things have got enough. And as I said at the start of the show, enough is enough and we take no more and let's hope it does change because this cannot go on as it is not anymore anyway guys thank you ever so much for uh, for joining us hope you've enjoyed it uh, i've enjoyed a good couple of hours watching this it'll go out on podcast as well but we'll break it into two halves it'll be part one and part two so uh, that part one will go out tomorrow morning part two i'll go out later on in the week uh, as well so you can listen to it back in bite-sized chunks thanks to all my guests tonight and wherever you are in the world even though var it seems like it's always wolves 
the one thing is uh, we are always Wolves and we will always support our team no matter what. Good night, good bless and love to you all. Always Wolves. Thank you. Thank you. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.